Hello, Disnerds Ohana, and welcome to another episode of Canadian Disnerd. I am your host, Carr. So first of all, I just wanted to start off and say sorry for not having a podcast last week. If you do follow me on Facebook, you'll see why. Unfortunately, last week, our senior cat wasn't doing so well, so we did have to make a difficult decision to put her down. She had been struggling with kidney issues for the last four years, and we've done a terrific job taking care of her. She was regularly going to the vet. Unfortunately, last week, things just kind of wasn't going so well. So we had to make a tough call and I just wasn't really kind of in the headspace to be doing a podcast. I was really focused on making her comfortable uh, for the last couple days before we made the decision. So that is why there wasn't a podcast last week. Thank you to everyone who did reach out though after they did see my post. I really do appreciate it. It is really hard to lose a firm member of the family. Our other two cats, Callie and Mula, have been adjusting. Mula the kitten has been doing pretty good. I don't think she's really kind of noticed anything too different. Callie has, Callie's almost four years old and she's been around Sarah for her whole life. So she has had her off days where you can tell she is missing her sister and she does seem a little upset. So she has been uh, getting a lot of love over the last week. So um, really difficult time last week, but I'm good this week. I'm doing well. So I'm back to doing a podcast. I didn't really have time to really prepare anything for a topic. So today I'm just going to kind of do updates and announcements that we've received in regards to the parks and the resorts. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So it is going to be a shorter podcast, but that is okay. There's nothing wrong with that. We're going to have them once in a while. I would like to say that you should follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Canadian Disney because I am looking at creating a more regular routine starting next week in regards to my postings. So I am going to have specific days are going to be specific subjects for the day of what I am posting. So you might want to follow and stay tuned for that because I'm hoping to kind of increase my social media a little more now. So make sure you go and follow. All right, so let's kind of get started on things. So first things first, Ohana has officially reopened. Woo woo. I am so excited and looking forward to getting a reservation at this restaurant. I am more than likely going to go for breakfast. Dinner sounds great, but I'm really more of a breakfast person. So I'm hoping I can snake a breakfast reservation for Ohana for my trip when I go. I can't make reservations yet. You can only make them 60 days prior to your trip. So first off in Walt Disney World Resort news, we have some resorts that are reopening. We did receive some dates the other day for when some of the resorts that have been closed during this time will be reopening. So we do have the Disney All-Star Music Resort will be reopening September 16th. We also have Disney's Port Orleans Resort Riverside reopening on October 14th. Disney Port Orleans Resort French Quarter reopening October 28th. And then Disney's All-Star Sports Resort will be reopening on December 9th. This means that after these resorts have reopened, all resorts are open again. 
there have been a lot of people who have been switching their resort bookings from other resorts to Port Orleans. I actually debated on switching to Port Orleans, but because it's my first trip and because I'm trying to kind of stick within a budget, I decided I'm just going to stay with Pop Century, especially with having buses and the Skyliner. With Port Orleans, you only do have the buses and then you do have boats that take you to Disney Springs. I hear the Riverside, maybe it's a French Quarter. I think it's French Quarter that everyone really likes. And apparently it's really small. It's nice. People love the theming. They really enjoy it. So on a future trip, I'd like to stay there. We'll see. I don't know if it's something I do by myself, though, because the cost is a little higher. So those are reopening. Super exciting, especially for families, because all star music and all star sports are part of the value family. So they are cost effective and great for families who are trying to stick within a budget when they are going to Walt Disney World. There was also a posting that I saw on Facebook today that Disneyland has started a soft opening to their Jungle Cruise ride a week prior to when it's supposed to fully open. They were doing the refurbishments to make all the updates that they were planning on doing to kind of make it more culture appropriate. Super exciting, one of my favorite rides. So to all of you who are at Disneyland and going to enjoy that Jungle Cruise, have fun. That is one of my favorite rides. I am so looking forward to going seeing the movie at the end of the month, which I believe July 30th is when it's released. So I am definitely going to be in the theater to go see that. I am actually also going to see Black Widow in theater tomorrow. I am super excited. It is going to be my first time going to movie theater in, I don't even know how long, a year and a half, two years. It was before the pandemic I went to the theater. So I'm definitely looking forward to it because the last time we did plan to go to see a movie in the theaters, the theaters had shut down before we could go. Like literally it was announced the day before we went. So um, we haven't been to theater in a while. So it's going to be exciting to go see Black Widow. I have finally finished all the Marvel movies in their timeline order. That was super exciting. I do need to start watching the Loki series and getting caught up on that. Monsters at Work. It's also a new series that is on Disney Plus that just launched, so I need to watch that as well. So we definitely did just get sidetracked right now with me jumping into Disney Plus stuff. So let's get back to announcements. So Disneyland has announced that the Oogie Boogie Bash is returning. Now, if you aren't aware, Oogie Boogie Bash is Disneyland's version of a Halloween party. Years ago, they did have the Mickey's Halloween party and we did attend that one. And that was in Disneyland. So you did your trick-or-treating, you had your parades, and you had you could wear costumes. Obviously, it is a separate ticketed event. So I did attend the Oogie Boogie Bash the year before last year, so pre-pandemic. And it was the first year that they did the Oogie Boogie Bash. And the Oogie Boogie Bash is actually held in Disney California Adventure. And you have your trick-or-treating trails. They have the Redwood Creek Trail all decked out in visualizations, so projections, music. They have like the trees lit up. It's just super cool. It wasn't the walkthrough we thought it was going to be. It was still like a lot of fun. 
and you still got goodies going through. Uh, they do have some characters out in their costumes, lots of photo opportunities. Again, a separated ticketed event. So if you don't quite understand what that means is when it's a separate ticketed event, that means that you buy a ticket specifically for that event. So you're buying it for the Oogie Boogie Bash. And when you have an event ticket, you can gain access to the park three hours prior to the event. So you can enjoy three hours of park time before the event starts. You get to stay in the park. You do get a wristband. You get a little goodie bag. I assume they're going to do that again. That's usually how they tell if you do have an event ticket as you do have to have that wristband on. They do start getting the guests out of the park closer to the event. For those who don't have the wristbands, you do have to show your wristbands all over the place. So they kind of know that you do have an event ticket and you are supposed to be there. Now, the previous Oogie Boogie Bash, it was, I believe you could park hop. So you could go between DCA and Disneyland during the event. They are not doing park hopping this time. So you can only be in DCA during the event time. You can't hop to Disneyland. Now, Disneyland is going to have their own thing there where I believe they are going to have a Halloween parade. And that's available to all guests that are there. Now, if you do want to go to the park for the entire day or you want to go to Disneyland and then to the party, you do have to have a park ticket for the day in order to go to the parks before the party. If you were going prior to those three hours before the party time, like if you're planning on going in the morning. So just keep that in mind is just because you have an event ticket doesn't mean you get access to the park all day. It only means you can get access to DCA three hours in advance. I believe tickets will be going on sale July 13th. There are kind of calendars up there already highlighting what dates the parties are on. Depending on what day you are going to a party, it is going to cost you a different amount Obviously, on the more popular days, they are going to charge higher. So there's three different price points. So just make sure you're taking a, looking, a look at that and taking that into consideration when you're planning your costs, because that is a separate cost aside from the parks. I do highly recommend it, though. It was so much fun when we went, but we have seen that the event tickets have been a lot more expensive, especially the Walt Disney World Halloween party that they are having. The tickets are crazy expensive. And from what I understand, it's not even what it's been like in the past. I don't even know if they have trick or treating at the Walt Disney World. I didn't really like pay attention because I'm not going. So I don't know what's all provided. I know they're still going to have like probably themed snacks and like the parades and all that. So if you plan on going, just make sure you're looking into that. I don't know if all of the it's boobash that's what they're calling the one in Walt Disney World if all the boobash tickets are sold out or if there are some available they have sold out some dates though and so people are willing to pay the costs for those tickets I don't mind paying extra for a separate event ticket sometimes depending on what it is because you do get lower wait times on the rides and you kind of do get a little more, especially when it comes to trick-or-treating. Like if you do the Halloween parties and they have trick-or-treating, you get a haul of candy. Like it's a lot of candy. It's not a little bit of candy. It's a lot of candy. But it's also just a really fun party to go to. We have also seen this week an announcement that Disneyland Paris is now doing this new Fast Pass system where you are going to pay for your Fast Passes. 
And some people are going to be like, oh, yeah, well, Walt Disney World, if you were, you know, if you want to pay $50, you can get like three extra fast passes. But we're not talking about that. And we're not talking about Max Pass in Disneyland, where you pay so much for a day and you get unlimited access to get fast passes on your phone. No, they are charging per ride per person. So if you and your party want to get a fast pass for a ride, it's going to cost each of you for that ride. So... I can't remember what it is in euros, but somebody worked it out to, I think it was like 964 or 967 US per person per ride. So let's just round it up to like $10. So if you have a party of three or four, you are looking at $40 US per person for one ride to get a fast pass. And if you want to get a fast pass for more than one ride, you have to pay that same amount again for another ride. So if you wanted to do three fast passes for that day with your party of four and you're looking at $40 per ride, that's $120 just to get three fast passes for your group. It's kind of a little crazy. I'm not going to lie. I don't know what the thought process is behind that system, but they obviously have a reason for it. I have seen other people say that they've always kind of had a pay system when it comes to fast passes, but I've never really done the research into the parks overseas to see like how that works. I do know in one of the Asian parks, they do a lottery system for fast passes. Sometimes like for rise, they do like a lottery system. So you like kind of scan your ticket and see if you get to go on the ride or not. So they, it's kind of interesting. So a lot of people are now thinking this is going to be brought to Walt Disney World that they're going to start charging you per person per ride. That, I don't know if that's going to happen. I saw someone comment on a thread and they said, I have a friend who's a CM and it is coming. I know people who work in the parks and none of them have heard anything about this coming along. It's just one of those things where people start those rumors and they start flaring up about this stuff and they just start saying like, they take the what ifs and they try to turn it into it's coming. And we don't know that yet. From what I understand right now with the parks, especially not being 100% capacity, not having fast passes is moving the lines quicker. Why is it moving the lines quicker? Because you're not having to stop the standby queue to let in the fast pass people. So you're not having to like wait and have all the people who have fast passes for that hour keep cutting in the line to get on the ride. So when you're just having the standby line, you're just constantly able to get people onto the ride. So it totally makes sense. So we'll see if they're going to keep that up because at this point, we don't know when they're going to go back to 100% park capacity yet. I'm hoping it's not before my trip. I feel like people are really traveling to the parks right now. A lot of people are saying it's busy, the lines are ridiculous, but then I've had friends go to the park and they're like, no, it's like dead, the lines aren't that bad. So I think it just kind of depends on your point of view and what you're used to when you go to the parks, whether it seems busy or not busy. So those are kind of like the big announcements that have come up over the last week that I just kind of wanted to check in and talk about and just give back to you people and it's super exciting they are opening up more resorts I'm kind of hoping that I'm able to do some resort hopping when I'm down there I'd love to check out some of these other resorts to see where I would like to stay on future trips I debated on possibly going to the Oogie Boogie Bash this year but financially with a Walt Disney World trip coming up I just thought it wouldn't work out I'd have to go 
in September for the trip if I decided to do it and it would have to be a really quick trip so I decided you know what I can do the Oogie Boogie Bash next year that's fine it'll probably be better to wait until then and then just plan like a different time to go to Disneyland like in the spring next year so that is it for today I am recording this on Friday I'm off today so I am recording on Friday I had some time to do it so anyways, I hope you all have a magical day.